Hi, everyone. Happy February. In the theme of this month, I really wanted to discuss a topic that I think most of us, if not all of us, have thought about in our time here on this planet. But also, it's very fitting to the theme of the month, which is love. Whether I knew it or not, over the past several years, I've really taken a lot of time to think about the concept of love, but also have spent a lot of my time outside of my work in academic settings thinking about the concept and reading about it. Over the past several years, I've read several books, uh, three in which I'll highlight today in today's podcast. And I wanted to really talk about the key findings that came out of that book for me, but also I really wanted to address kind of the mystifications of what love is today and the way that we've come to perceive it and understand it. And hopefully, you know, highlighting some of these findings that really helped me organize my life and my relationships can really assist you in organizing a life that you see that has that is, you know, full of love, which I think is something that we all want. So I don't want to spend today talking about things that most of you may already know. I think in contemporary media and discourse, there's a lot of conversations right now in love surrounding love languages. Maybe if you've talked to a friend or talked to someone recently, you've talked about this idea and concept of love languages, which is basically, um, if you Google it, there's a test that you can do online that gives you information on how you give love and receive love. I think this is really important to do just to give yourself a little bit of understanding further of who you are and how you love like to receive love, but also... Um, You can do it with partners and friends to kind of determine how they like to receive love. And that way you can create an established and stronger relationship. And also there's a lot of conversation around attachment styles. Um, If you're really interested in thinking about this concept, there's a book by Amir Levine and Rachel Heller. There's also tons of podcasts about it as well. Um, I find that Andrew Huberman's podcast about attachment styles is really interesting too and can help you really think about those attachments and why they've come to be in your own life and different ways that we can um, not fix them because I don't think that that's something that you know I don't want to say that we need to fix anybody and I don't really want to come with the perspective that people are broken but I think that you can come become more aware of it and ways to help soothe yourself through maybe anxious moments that you have within loving relationships and um, to really allow yourself to live a higher quality of life. So the first book that I want to highlight is called The Course of Love by Alain Dubotton, who is an author, um, a British author, and also a speaker. Alain also does a lot of work on the school of life, which is um, which I found on YouTube, but I think is something that um, is I would really highly recommend if you were thinking about different concepts of life. But in his book, there's a lot of different things that he discusses, but the largest thing that came out to me and something that really allowed me to apply this to different, not only my family relationships, but in my loving like partner relationships, but also my friendships was this idea that we should treat the people that we love as individuals who didn't receive love that they would like as children. So I think there's a lot of in love. We think about, you know, how we didn't receive the love we deserved and we often feel like something was taken away from us. But when we think about, let's say, for instance, your parents who maybe don't give love the way that you'd like to receive love, maybe we can think back to their experiences and what they were able to receive when they were younger. Maybe for a lot of you folks, um, you have immigrant families and immigrant parents who came from different cultural contexts, but also relationships that don't look like the ones that 
we, you know, see in media and in movies today, but it allows us to kind of put our, you know, our feet into their own shoes, empathize for their experience, but also I think it really does provide um, a level of perspective to think about, you know, why it is that they didn't receive the love that they deserved and then how that in turn affects the love that they give us. Um, And one of the quotes that I really like that I want to highlight is that we readily treat children with a degree of kindness that we oddly and woefully reluctant, sorry, that we are oddly and woefully reluctant to show our peers. And this is in any setting. I use parents as an example, but when we start looking at people in our lives as children who didn't receive the love that they would like, we can start empathizing and really showing a little bit more of a loving practice with everyone around us. And I think that really did change the way that I saw not only my parents, but I think it really did help me see everyone who I knew in my life in a different way. And it really gave me um, kind of the empathy for them. And it really did shift the way that um, I perceived people and even understood the way that they were. So, you know, in the past, I would get upset that a certain person was acting a certain way or never understood why they would be so judgmental. But then I understood that maybe from their own experiences in their own lives that they too were judged or they too were not allowed to kind of come as they are and be as they are. And this brings me into the next book I want to discuss called The Art of Loving, written by Eric Frum, who is a social psychologist and psychoanalyst who talks a lot about love in a way that makes it pragmatic and tangible. um, Because I think Oftentimes, it seems like it's just this thing that magically happens. But Eric takes a really interesting approach to it to say that it's an attitude and that it is a practice and it is something that can become a character trait through different and different practices. But being able to exercise it as much as possible can make it become one of the traits that you have in your um, kind of your repertoire. So I really liked this idea when I read the book initially because. I wanted to feel more control of the love that I felt for myself. I think there were so many messages and thoughts and things that would come up in my own head, you know, negative tones, negative terms, negative phrases that I would say to myself. And being able to understand that 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 was a very real part of myself that needed to be loved and needed to be tended to. And being able to work at that kind of every day since I recognized that it was something that was affecting the way that I was in a day-to-day setting really did allow me to practice it, practice love, you know, in, in a way that was really fitting for me. Which leads me to the last book that I want to discuss, titled All About Love by Bell Hooks. Bell Hooks' definition of love, where she quotes Eric Frum, who defines love as the will to extend oneself for the purpose of nurturing one's own or another's spiritual growth. And I really did like this definition for several reasons. Well, the first thing that I had contention with when I first read this was the idea of spiritual growth. I'm not largely a religious person. I think that I interpreted that when I first read it as something that was religious. What's great is Bell actually, I mean, Bell Hooks, sorry, actually goes into talking about how it's not a spiritual, you know, spiritual doesn't necessarily mean religious. It can actually mean just energy and different things that you believe. So I really um, appreciated that she explained that. But I think... When you think about the definition, which is the willingness to extend oneself for the purpose of nurturing one's own or another spiritual growth, there's a couple of different things that stand out in this definition, right? So the first one is the aspect of 
growth. And I think in a lot of different ways, growth can be defined differently for everyone, depending on where, what you want to grow in or what you're focusing on or what you even think growth means. Like, does it have to be tied to something productive, you know, meaning, um, you know, a career growth or anything like that? Or can it just be something where you want to work on, you know, loving yourself better so you can present better in the world or whatever it might be? And um, I really think to this a lot and use this as kind of a starting point and a reminder uh, when I'm doing acts for others, I'm doing acts for myself to think about if this is a loving act. And I think when we are able to have a definition, we're able to really think about how we can exercise it every day. So is this, is this thing I'm doing nurturing one's own or another spiritual growth? And if it isn't, then perhaps we and ourselves are not being loving. Um, and if someone is doing something to us, we can also understand that that's not loving. And I think setting that boundary and understanding that further can really allow us to know what we deserve in our own lives, but also exercise love to ourselves and to others in the way that we think best fits the context of our lives in that current state. I think there are definitely days where your energy is up or your energy is down, and there's definitely weeks where you feel like you can do more and do less. So in the theme of the month, which is love, I want you to all start to think about, you know, ways that you can be not only more loving to yourself, but also how you can practice these techniques in the relationships that you have. I promise you that if you take the dedication and you commit to this practice and you take your time to do it, you're going to start to feel something that is spiritual and is something that is loving. And when you're able to develop that in your life and you're able to feel more control and passionate and energetic and loving in everything that you do, you really do start to create a world that you want to see. Um, and then also you get to present as the person that you know you are. So with that, everyone have a wonderful month and I will see you all at the next episode.